Let's start off talking a little bit about yourself, your background. Where did you grow up? Where did you go to school? What did you do before you came to the township of Cranford? First of all, thank you very much for the opportunity to speak to you today, and by extension, speak to the folks in Cranford. I grew up in Homedale, and I've lived there all my life uh, since uh, 1968, which I'm starting to date myself. The experience was great. I went to the Homedale school system. I subsequently went off to college, went to the local community college, and then off to London, England, where I studied business. And I finished my education in West Virginia University and also Thomas Edison College in Trenton. Uh, subsequently, I earned my RMC, my QPA, and my Master's in Public Administration degrees. The QPA and the RMC are, are government-oriented for purchasing work and for clerk work. And um, my background includes being involved in the securities, the real estate and insurance business, as well as healthcare. And the migration over to government sector was just an interesting journey. I started working in a municipality in the Bayshore area, town of Keensburg. And from that point, moved over to Bergen County over in uh, North Arlington, where I spent six wonderful years there. And I had the, the great honor and privilege to be hired here on November 16th of 2013 to begin work in, in Cranford, which is uh, right up the street from, from where I live, not too far. It's been a wonderful opportunity to be a guest here and work as hard as I can. And I see uh, great things on the horizon. Now, you've also had the opportunity to see things from the side of an elected official. You served in office in Homedale, didn't you? Yeah, I served uh, three terms of office in, in Homedale. It was a great experience. I give a tremendous amount of credit to folks who are elected officials in any community that are serving. When I first was elected, I was 31. I had a couple of dogs, and uh, they didn't mind how many, where, where I went, how many meetings, uh, how long they went. But Married the family of four children now, and I really appreciate the work that they do. It's a tremendous commitment. I was very proud to serve my hometown for nine years as an elected official and involved in open space preservation and the first aid squad, serving about 10 years on the squad and served as vice president. It's a volunteer squad there. And I think it's important to help out in your community. I served as president of the local Rotary. I was chair of a Big Brothers Big Sisters a Fund Development Committee. It's important to reach out and help your community. In Cranford, is exceptionally unique. I've seen volunteer efforts in many, many towns. But when I look at the chamber and the rotary and JCs and the volunteer spirit in the community, it's tremendous. I have not seen that type of level of community involvement, volunteer involvement, and interest and love of the community to that level. And it's really a testament to the residents of Cranford how deeply committed they are to their community. It's really wonderful to experience. Your role is the township administrator. People who attend the various meetings see you up there on the dais, or they may see it on TV 35. For folks who really aren't familiar with the role and responsibilities of the township administrator, tell me a little bit about what those are, if you would, please. Structurally, you start with the taxpayers. They are where the government, where everything flows from. The taxpayers are the ultimate bosses, as I would say. You, you then have, you have a township committee, which with this township committee form of government, which happens to be the oldest form of government in the state of New Jersey. Then from there, the township committee would hire uh, an administrator, which is the role that I serve in. And from there, each department works in their respective roles, reporting to the administrator who reports to the township committee, who are an extension of their electorate, their constituencies. It's a wonderful, important, privileged role, a privilege to be in that role, because your obligation is to be a good facilitator. Your obligation is to do the best you can to communicate effectively on a daily basis with the elected officials and with the departments 
and interfacing regularly with the public to whom you serve. And it's a constant, whether it's uh, a simple issue that uh, a resident has a concern about, it may be a, a tree that they feel is dangerous, needs to be addressed, or something of a wider impact, as it were. And so a role of a, an administrator is to be what I call a good facilitator. Your job is to make sure every department is working as optimally as possible and to make adjustments where necessary. The folks that work in Cranford work very hard. I think we have a, a wonderful team and great people, and that's so important. We've had attrition over the past 12 to 15 months, and we have worked hard to make sure that the right folks are in the right spot so they can also enjoy their work and work hard at it. The Township Committee is very much interested in folks working at the full capacity as the taxpayers would expect. And right now, I feel that we are in a great spot. The departments meet regularly. We talk daily, essentially, about what they need, what's happening, what the problems are. If there's something that's an issue, the basic objective is let's fix it. It's okay that there are things that need to be addressed. That's normal. That's business. That's the essence of local government is there are things that need to be addressed, things that need to be fixed. How you get that done and how you get that to completion is an objective of the administrator to do it in a positive way, an effective way, and to the satisfaction of the taxpayer the township committee. Uh, so that part of the administrator is that interface and the facilitator with all the departments and to ensure that the goals and objectives of the township committee are met. Uh, so in, in sum, it's ensuring that the goals and objectives of the township committee individually and jointly in their roles are met consistently and competently to the best extent possible. Cranford is one of 565 municipalities around the state. Each of those municipalities lives under some fairly serious constraints, whether it's state mandates that they have to follow, obviously limits in terms of how much property taxes can increase each year. And Cranford, in a sense, is competing with each one of those 565 municipalities as a place to do business, as a place to live. Considering those constraints, how do you make Cranford stand out from those other municipalities that we're competing against? By making sure that we are prioritizing our work, getting done, Everything that needs to be done, that's a key objective, that's a baseline. Making sure that the streets are safe, folks are safe, that the key, for example, the fire department, the police department, the key areas that have to do with life safety, those areas are staffed appropriately and working correctly. And the basic services that we provide is making sure it's delivered in an efficient manner to make sure that uh, we have the right staff, the right number of staff, and in the right way to deliver those services. Some of the larger budget items are salary and wages and certain other types of vendor relationships that can be quite expensive. We have essentially uh, you know, audited all our expenses in terms of if it's important, great, we need to continue that. If it's not important, then we don't do that. We are looking at the pricing that we pay for uh, all services. We've taken a look at how we're handling whether it's medical insurance or it is our contractual relationships with our uh, staff. We've negotiated all of our contracts recently and uh, to the benefit of, of all parties, but certainly to the benefit of the taxpayers. We do our best, uh, I certainly do my best as well as the administrator, to look at every single dollar that is uh, spent. And it goes into vendor lists. We look at to see how we're handling IT, how we're handling 
various other services, contracts, cleaning services, any of those various items to make sure that if we need it, well, that's wonderful. Let's continue that. If it's not necessary, then it's important that we're not doing that anymore. In terms of expenses, it wouldn't work if we didn't have a good team. We have an excellent team of department heads who care, and the folks that all work together with the departments in the, in the various offices, they care very much about what they're doing. Without that teamwork, without that community pride and community spirit, where we all know that we got to work together, it would fail. And the wonderful part about having such a good team is that it's not failing, it's thriving. And we get inputs from each department during the year on areas where we can improve, do things better. Um, and on the horizon, we're looking at each department in terms of efficiencies, in terms of delivering of services, what type of technology we can use to make sure that that happens, and how can we reduce the costs and impacts to the taxpayers on a daily basis. And it's, um, it's something that if you have sound management in the respective places that work with these items every day, the natural result would be efficiencies. And so we work within the rules. We work within what we need to do. We had a, a very aggressive and conservative budget for 2014. We're working towards the same goal and objective for 2015 by continuing to see where we can better manage the taxpayer resource. We're a few days now into 2015. What are some of the things that you're going to be focusing on in this new year? What are going to be some of the priorities that you'll be paying attention to? Strategic planning as far as infrastructure services, we had a great start last year. The Township Committee moved forward with uh, infrastructure improvements that were arguably overdue, and that would continue into the spring and to the rest of this year. Also, strategic planning in terms of financing, uh, looking at what our budget projections are going out multiple years to see not just where we are today, but where are we going. The residents are not interested in one-shot fixes. They want a logical, strategic approach moving forward so they can have confidence moving forward that we're on a good path. So from a financial standpoint to strategically plan ahead, from an engineering infrastructure standpoint to take the dollars that we have and stretch them as far as we can to ensure that we have safe streets, that folks can look out on the roadways and see a roadway that is in good shape and get a regular rotation of uh, repair and or replacement based on life expectancy of the streets. And the overall goal, and frankly, I appreciate the opportunity to be here, uh, is also expanding and bringing together a comprehensive communication strategy where we're taking various items that are already communicated already, whether it's televising the, the meetings, access on the, the website, and uh, various emergency communications such as Nixil, to develop a comprehensive communication strategy, regular electronic newsletters to the public. We do a magazine about twice a year currently. We've integrated the departments into that magazine. It would largely be events and uh, recreation programming and the like, but we've integrated the maps of the streets that we're fixing, and, and so people can see what's coming, what's upcoming, not just in one department, but all departments. Every time we communicate to the public, particularly in print, that's an opportunity to communicate not just the phone numbers and email addresses of the various folks that people may want to speak to, but folks just want to know a little bit about what's going on, like what's happening here, what's happening there, where's my money going? Because folks pay significant tax dollars in the state of New Jersey, particularly in Cranford. It's a highly desirable community, wonderful schools, wonderful school system, very safe and wonderful community uh, where people care about each other. So at the same time, they also want to know that they're getting value. So if we're not communicating it effectively, they don't have the opportunity to know 
the value of their tax dollar. So developing that communication strategy in a, a more robust way, strategically planning the infrastructure improvements that began last year, the more significant ones, and planning out the future in multiple years as far as the financial profile, those are some key areas where we're able to improve upon services, but also to structure things around the constraints that exist as far as the budgeting laws and the, the levy caps and things of that nature. A couple of uh, initiatives for this year as well is further reach out to the business community, whether it's a uh, downtown or whether it's the corporate parks uh, began setting up meetings with the various folks to hear what their needs are how are we doing as far as zoning and planning and are there opportunities that the community would support that make sense that also would assist in helping to stabilize taxes on a moving forward basis mr wall thank you so much for your time thank you very much for your time and I'm wishing everyone a wonderful 2015